guys? Yo, people, what's good? What's goody, goody, goody? It's your boy, Milo. It's your boy, Fabs, and we're giving you Laser Life. Boy. We're here for another episode. Most definitely. I feel like for those of you who've been listening, like you know we've been kind of keeping up and it's been more consistent than before and, you know, there's a, there's a flow to it. We're picking up there's the pace. Flow. Definitely there's picking up the pace. And, and obviously to mention, yes, double figures, you finally reached episode 10. Oy oy. So, yes. you know, things are moving, things are moving, man. <laughs> Joker, but yeah, man. Um, I mean, we've got definitely got an exciting um, episode for you. Um, I mean, I always say this every episode. I always look forward to um, all to the things yeah. we speak about. <laughs> to be fair, the, the content is quality. I can't yeah, lie. yeah, I know it is. definitely is, and I feel like <laughs> it's something that we're definitely all of us are gonna like um, resonate as well. Um, especially for obviously you guys, the listeners as well. Um, we do have uh, a special guest with us. Um, he is a good friend of mine. We have known for um, quite a while. Um, and this is Daniel. Say yo, Daniel. Yo, yo, yo. What's good? <laughs> Thank you for coming on board. Um, nice to have you, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank for you real, for real. Um, I mean, it's, it's been meaning to happen. <laughs> it's definitely been meaning to happen, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean... What I'll do is I'll just basically make you introduce yourself properly and let the people know who you are. Okay, cool. So my name is Daniel Arileno. Um, I'm a singer, songwriter, um, performer. Um, currently studying music business as well. Um, and that's it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Daniel is basically the music man, literally. <laughs> like anything to do with music. So long I've known you, like literally, it's always always been music. So mm. yeah, man just out here doing your thing and whatnot, you know? So, yeah, it. man. Um, today, um, we're going to be speaking about adulting in 2020. Um, yeah, um, as you know that, you know, the this year has obviously, you know, been very different for all of us very and so different. forth. Um, all of us are still growing within this time as well. So it's just, just a matter of trying to see, you know, um, yeah, how we've kind of been dealing with it but at the same time what it's been like for us as well yeah. do you get what I'm coming from and I you guess know? I guess even through like the whole through childhood as well and how mm-hmm. we just got to the stage of like being a kid you never think that you'd ever live to experience whatever this pandemic what we're doing is, right you know, now I mean, like, yeah for real Um, so I feel like even to be fair even going from childhood like I feel like in regards to how it's meant to quote unquote prepare you for life so to say I feel like in certain aspects it does but overall I feel like as a child, you're just so not really. You're not aware. there. You're, you're not you're aware at not, all. You're just there to be there and like yeah. you know, figure life as much as you can out. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if you if you clock it, like we're controlled as soon as we come out of the womb. Like mm. there's a schedule for what we're doing the exactly. whole day. Yeah. For the next year of our life, like we know we're gonna be home. We're gonna be this. Everyone's gonna want to come and see us. You're gonna see faces that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Environments are different. You're gonna hear stuff. Everything you're just trying to pick up. Yeah. And see, you know what I mean? You're trying yeah. to figure stuff out. And then you go into the systems of school. Even before school, you you know you got a religion. Yeah, and it's if that's for who for those who are religious. Um, and if you're not, then your life structure tends to somewhat be different in some ways. Yeah, um, because I guess a lot of parents always think of oh they want their kids to go to a Christian school, even from primary school sides. Like from when you start from primary school, it's, it's always about getting them into the facility that kind of enhances and encourages their faith as well otherwise they probably mm-hmm. see school as not merely making sense you know what I mean? as long as church or a religion is attached to it it's like cool, cool yeah this is where you're gonna go um and then you go to secondary school you know what i mean yeah, i feel like I and obviously know. even even before you get to secondary school your upbringing your environments how where you've been the people have stood around you your family dynamics all of these things take into consideration mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. you turn out to be so yeah. to say yeah so exactly. even by, by by secondary school you're like 
I don't know. You feel like you know a lot, but you really, you really, really don't. do not. Mm. That's when you think you're a big man or a yeah. big woman. Like, do you get what I mean? And it's mm. definitely not that. You get me? Like, yeah, but do man. you think that your childhood? I feel like mine has, anyway, and I feel like for most people it would have. But do you feel like your childhood has had a like direct influence as to how you are as an adult now? Like, one hundred million trillion. Yeah, definitely one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed my childhood actually. You know. Um, it was very different. Um, yeah, my mom, my mom was a foster carer, okay. so you know I had loads of different people coming in and out the house and so forth. So you know, definitely, obviously, come from a big family. And I feel like, um, depending like on your family as well, yeah, you, you, like and how you interact and all that as well, it definitely has an impact on how you are like now, kind of mm. thing. You know, mm. um, yeah, um, my mom's very hardworking woman, very hardworking, um. And she obviously came to this country when she was like, what, 11 years old and so forth. And, you know, she had all of us and she decided to obviously take the whole um, um, fostering route. And yeah, um, she definitely done her best to um, obviously provide for us and all these things. Um, however, I'm not going to forget that she is definitely a strong black, black Caribbean woman. And, mm. you know, she has her ways, so to say. Do you get what I mean? You know, especially because she's not from here. She's only kind of going by how she... Um, knows things you get what I mean mm. from how my grandma um, brought her up and so forth do you get what I mean so obviously it's like everything's kind of like getting fed down do you get what I mean but I feel like coming to this country it's like how she obviously wanted to like bring us up is so different to how you know the actual like westernized culture is do you get mm. what I'm coming from and it's hard to do that as well because yeah you then realise that, like, when you come here, like, we are, like, first generation. This is it. You know what I mean? Like, this is it. Whereas places in, like, Jamaica or in America... And in America, or, trust me. In our home places, like, there's people who have been, like, fourth generation and within our same family, mm-hmm. but I'm the mm-hmm. first generation in this side, that's yeah. in the western side of the world. So... My morals are different. Everything, everything uh-huh. is different. Like, I ain't been to Ghana since I was five. Like, I was five. So that's been a whole 20 years ago now. So mm-hmm. there's probably so much stuff that would have would have built me up to be... A different kind of person mm-hmm. in my adult life mm. now than the stuff I've learned here mm-hmm. because certain things my parents couldn't implicate because life wasn't how it was back in Ghana. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They had to adjust and mm-hmm. do things a bit differently. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Mm. I totally get that. I feel, I feel like, yeah, I mean, with how obviously your parents probably would have been, they, they, they can always teach you what they know. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? That's yeah. all they know. And I feel like, um, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this as well, but it's like, you know, when you obviously try to like explain something to your parents, but it's like as the child, you're just the child just and child. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't have a say kind uh, of yeah, thing. Do you get what I mean? You know, yeah, yeah. like little like rules like that, mm. little rules like that. It's kind of like, okay, cool. How would that have an impact on you? And when you grow up kind of thing, mm. you know, because as a child, okay, cool. You, you obviously you're you're a little like little boy or girl or whatever, but like you got mm. ha- you do have a right to talk. Do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's true though because there's there's times when you see kids and they're like every minute. I can't even lie. For me, like because my niece and nephew are around at my house pretty often, innit? And there's times when I'm like just sharp, like you're making noise, like be quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, brother, these are kids. Like what they should just be like you know caged in and not say a word. Like mm-hmm. so, I feel like a lot of the time people need to just really let kids be kids. Yeah, this um, is it because I feel like from when we were kids and when we were growing up. Like I lived in a flat in a block, so I could go and see my next door neighbours and play outside in, or in the, in the corridors or mm-hmm. go to their yard. I feel like now the world is just a bit different where kids are just, they've been robbed of their childhood, I swear to God, because all the technology stuff, like as much as it probably enables their brains to think quicker and do things faster, they probably learn stuff quicker, 
because it's of the modern day society and the use of technology yeah, we have. Yeah. But ultimately, I feel like they miss out on the whole social aspect of life. And yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Not everything needs to be computerized. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like you lot can't go out and play not that ginger like I could. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. You lot can't go out and just start kicking stones and doing random mm. stuff. Exactly. You know what I mean? Park and exactly. Yeah, just meet new people and stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? Because everything's he, just so mm. different. Yeah. Definitely. Because even for us, um, our generation, if I'm correct, that the internet's still kind of new-ish for us, if that makes sense. You get where mm-hmm. I'm coming from, you know? So I guess we were like the starters of it, but like we can still kind of live without it because we've been mm-hmm. without it in a yeah. sense. You get where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, the generation now, it's like they're kind of dependent on yeah, it. Yeah, they're you know? to everything. Yeah. Like, I- iPads, iPhones, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, wow, I mean can we not find another way of trying to you know like teach our children kind of thing you know mm-hmm. but then again I feel like because it's the modern day world like, it is part of our actual lives you know mm-hmm. what I mean so it's like as much as I will probably get annoyed at my nephew for being on the iPad or a laptop for he will be doing it for hours mm-hmm. like hours hours how can I get mad at him he's a kid like what else am I want him to go and do start cleaning you know That's what I mean true. like when you think of it like what do you want a child to do if you want them to go and get a book and read well bring the book to them and sit down with them and do it other mm-hmm. than that don't complain because mm-hmm. what are you complaining for no I get you because that complaining is going to make the child start feeling like they can't do certain things yeah and I don't feel like kids should be limited yeah mm-hmm. I get you mm-hmm. let me know if you guys um, thought this year um, maybe it's just me but I felt like for some reason it was, I felt like my mum kind of um I don't want to say rush, but I feel like she always kind of wanted me to be, like, independent from, like, a young age Mm. as well. And I think especially because she probably wanted help with, like, the fostering and whatnot. At the time, I was obviously the eldest in the house. Obviously, Mm. I know I've got responsibility, but I feel like I took on certain responsibilities at a young age. And it's kind of like, I'm not saying that my childhood was robbed or nothing like that at all, but it's like, I didn't have not everyone had the same responsibilities as mm. I did kind of mm. thing. So certain things that my friends were able to do and I couldn't because I had X, Y, and Z to do kind of thing mm. and look after and all of that. You know, like, I don't know, have you guys had, like, any, like, similar experiences where, you know, you've had to kind of take on responsibilities like, beyond your age, I should say, if that makes sense? Um, I don't think I personally have gone through something like that. Um, I grew up... Um, it was mainly just me and my mum till like around seven years old. Um, to, then I met my dad. Um, okay. Because my dad was, my dad was in Nigeria. Um, so he came to the country and then a couple of years later, my sister was born. Um, so it was just, I don't know. I never really had any responsibilities like that. Um Maybe I was a bit sport because mm-hmm. maybe I was like an only child mm-hmm. per se, like to the age of like seven or six. Um, and then when my sister came, you know, um, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't think I had any responsibilities, like responsibilities, sorry, responsibilities mm-hmm. like that. Um, I felt like I always wanted to be independent or like, I would go out like like literally from the age of like 15, 16 that's when we um, I don't know if you guys know about shubs like people yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. very much party, like, like, from the age of 15 I was just going shubs like basically I would be allowed to go out to the park literally um, outside of my house um, I would meet friends 
then I might come back to the house with my, with my friend and say, mom, that's my friend, blah, 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 blah. But there's one thing my mom used to tell me, she's, she used to say, not everyone is your friend. Because I used mm. to call everybody mm-hmm. that I met my friend, didn't it? But anyway, like I used to just like go parties and just, just literally just live it up kind of thing when I was very young. So yeah, I don't think mm. I had like responsibilities. Like, okay. I feel like that's that. pretty similar to me as well. Cause I didn't have much responsibilities, like both my mum and my dad were in the house and I wasn't, I'm like the third born out of the four siblings. So mm. my older sister was there, then my older brother. So I had kind of people there to kind of, they, they kind of had to hold responsibilities if there was any to hold because mm-hmm. like I said, both my parents were there. So there wasn't much that they had to do really, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, but again, I feel like similar to, similar to you, Daniel, I feel like for me, my parents were really, they weren't, they weren't strict with me. Like they were quite lenient. And I feel like from a young age, like you said, boy, from year seven, I will never forget the shops I went to in year seven. I was in year seven, bro. And it was one of the, it was at the time up until like I got to year nine, year 10, that was still the best motive. <laughs> that one in year seven, was, it was, it was gazy. Like it was just, it was just so lit. Like we was young, yeah, but mm. I feel like we was at the stage of, I don't know, man, we were just gassed. We was just gassed. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it was. We were just gassed. And I feel like from year seven up until sixth form, up throughout, like my parents just weren't strict. They knew who most of my friends were, if not all of my friends, because mm. we were all childhood friends all around the same area. Like, parents knew each other or knew of other siblings and whatnot. So it was just mm. close, it? It wasn't like random people. Obviously, once you start to leave this, this, this the younger stages and you start to get secondary school, you start to meet people from other schools mm. and then it just starts to, it starts to branch out mm-hmm. and your, your circles just grow. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I feel like I had fun as well, man. Because like, I, I, I was more of an athlete when I was in secondary school. So I really, what, what did you used to play? So athletics was um, my main thing. I was track and field, so hundred meter hurdles was my was my main event. Oh, go on. Hurdles and um, I would do triple jump to some extent. That was that was my, my field. I always had to do a track and a field okay. at the time. Um, and obviously, I was just competing around in like in my borough for, with my, for my school, mm-hmm. and then I started to um, compete with a with a club and for the Haringey. Um, if anyone is listening from Enfield the Haringey, shout out George, Michael, Ruben, Cashel, the guys like that was just my gang, like. Um, <laughs> And then yeah, man. I don't know. Football's football. I always, play, I always played football just because I knew how to play it. To be mm. fair, I wasn't like a, I didn't love football, but I knew how to play it mm. to the point where like I wouldn't get picked last on the teams as well. I would say like you, we'd want me on your team. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you'd want me on your team. <laughs> so it's no, I was actually, the thing is because I was quite, quite fast in it from the flex. So yeah. I was I was kind of always wanting to. I, in my head, I was like, yeah, you have to be a wing back or a winger like on the wings mm. somewhere. Um, but I actually ended up being centre back for from year nine all the way through to when I stopped playing school football. And I was captain as well. Like, I was doing my thing, man. I enjoyed life. I enjoyed. To be fair, I, I feel like I even started drinking mad young as well, to be fair. I started drinking from like, well, I told you I went shrubs in year seven, didn't it? Yeah. I don't think yeah. I was drinking then though. I definitely wasn't. That's okay. a bit mad. I don't feel like I started drinking until year nine, year 10. Okay. I said yeah, the year nine, year well. 10. Year nine, year 10. That's when I, yeah. E&J, like, that was, I feel like E&J, Alizé, that was them drinks at the yeah. time. Like, and is it, is it, um, M, is it MD20? MD20, oh my God, that drink is fucking legendary, I swear to God. MD2020, and it had different colours and flavours and shit, that drink was legend. That's like the current, current days, Magnum and Yeah, 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 literally, literally, I'm telling you. please don't start, man. Them days were fun, man, they were lit. I used to bang, Alizé, well, you was the guy, you was the guy for Alizé. No, man, I miss you. No, that had to be done still. Um, one thing, uh, let me give you guys a question. So, all right. So, as an adult now, okay, how would you say 
let me see if I'm phrasing this right. <laughs> How would you say your parents kind of like um, dealt with you, um, like growing up and so forth? Like, did you say that you had like the right like support from them? Like, and you know, I don't know certain things that they do. Like, would you say that they've made like a really like big impact on you and so forth um, as to, um, mm. as to how you are today? Mm. Yeah, what would you um, say? For like, me, yeah. it's a weird one because. I don't know, man. I feel like my parents have actively been in my life till mm-hmm. this day. Um, but I don't feel like growing up was a, oh, family me and let's sit down and talk about life kind of thing. Okay. Um, and I don't feel like, nor was it a, oh, let me come to my son's room and see what's wrong, see what's up with him and speak to him about life and school. I don't feel like it was ever adapting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like the fact that I was going to school, there was a roof over my head and I was eating. That's, that, was, that was all that was important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they mm-hmm. were working as well. I have other siblings in the house like, I had structure and routine and I feel like that's all they could have wished for. Um, I couldn't tell you that I've had some intimate conversations with my parents because I don't feel like I have, to be fair. But then again, I don't feel like I can't say whatever I want to say to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like if I wanted to bring something to them, especially now, as I've grown up and I'm quite more outspoken than before, I feel like we can discuss things and it'll be, it'll be light work. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. can advise me on certain stuff. I can advise them or inform them or educate them because of certain stuff that they don't know because they haven't looked into it and yeah. they just mm-hmm. they just like I said they just work and stuff mm-hmm. so I feel like now I'm at the stage where I can start to help educate them and make them be aware of certain stuff mm-hmm. um, but I, I've never seen it as a oh fuck I wish I could speak to my parents about, about this or about that okay. you know I mean it's never been that stressful and I feel like for me I've always been lucky because my friends have been that for me mm-hmm. like I literally do feel like the friends I have in my life have been like they're practically family to me mm-hmm. so I don't feel like I've had to have the whole family conversations and stuff mm. so to say okay, okay but cool. I feel like it's needed because I feel yeah. like growing up now that I'm I'm, I'm at this, I'm a 25 and stuff I'm like okay but we never actually had convos about actual life like certain things yeah you mm. know what I mean I feel like when I was going through secondary school yeah make sure you're studying make sure you're doing GCSEs mm. they will tell me these things mm-hmm. but there wouldn't be the oh, let's talk. Like, how's your week been? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, are you feeling okay? Yeah. Like, it wasn't that yeah. stuff. I don't, yeah. it wasn't, they, I don't feel like they saw signs of distress within me anyway because like mm-hmm. I said, I was a sporty kid. I had friends around. I was sociable. So, I don't feel like they had even time to think, oh, I wonder how my son's doing emotionally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bear in mind back then, let's say, what, 2005 when I was in year five or when I was in year nine, 2009, 2008. They weren't thinking about, oh, how's my son doing? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they could physically see me. Mm-hmm. If I was doing bad in school, they would know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. to them they were like yeah I'm, I'm a good you mm-hmm. bearing in mind people around me because I was born and raised in Bulldog Farm so people around me when I was younger until I moved out from there it wasn't like positive influences innit mm-hmm. where's okay. that sir Bulldog Farm where's that Tottenham oh Tottenham okay, yeah cool. OFB Heady One all these people okay, okay. yeah yeah, cool. Cool. But, um, yeah I feel like my life my childhood was quite good man I feel like because I had my siblings there as well mm. Not that we always got along, but they were there in it, like, you know what I mean? I don't feel like I was alienated. If I wanted to speak to them, or if I wanted to do something with someone, they were there. Mm. Calm. That's cool. Calm. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's very good. Um, That's good still. And with me, like like, like you say, baby, like, I'm I'm the music man, innit? Mm-hmm. So I kind of... So I found music, like, around... When did I find music? I found music in primary school. So, like, um... What's the... Like year six is end of primary school, innit? Yeah. Year six, yeah. Cool. So I, fa- I found out I could sing at like in year five, innit? Okay. So when I found out I could sing, I just literally fell in love with music. 
and like that's all I could like think about basically. Mm-hmm. Um, going into secondary school, I was studying music. Like obviously, one of the GCSEs and stuff. Uh, my mum always knew I was into music, um, but I didn't really get the support. Um, basically the support that you know that a child should get if they're interested in something yeah okay Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. just to add on to that story for example my brother he was like really big in football like he was doing Mm. football quite a lot Mm. but there'll be times when like my dad wouldn't drive to take him to a football match or Mm. to a football training camp or something like that you know what I mean so you kind of miss out on the experience but you still do it Mm. in your social settings of school or whatever yeah so your friends or whatever you kind of miss out on on something Mm. yeah Yeah. on an experience I guess Mm -hmm. that makes sense though that makes Mm. sense and um, I don't know, like like later down in life, I guess you know now at this age, like let's say my my mom really supports me like more than ever, kind of thing. Um, my my dad didn't really support me and stuff like that. Um, he always wanted me to be a pilot because okay, yeah, he was a pilot. I swear on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, on. yeah. And I remember playing the simulator games. Oh, cool. oh okay, yeah, he was. He wanted you to be a <laughs> yeah, pilot. Where he was like, yeah, you're gonna, you're not playing. <laughs> 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 he used to say that they they make a lot of money, like, especially because you're Nigerian. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, because he used to be a pilot. I think he used to fly. I think that's why I never really met him. Makes, until, that like, that I was, makes like, sense. Okay, fair because enough. Because he was all over the place, basically. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like right now, like yeah, I think I had a conversation. Obviously, Happy Father's Day. Obviously, it's Father's Day. Father's today. Day today. It's actually it's Father's Day. How did you know you mentioned this? And like, I spoke to my dad today, and like. Obviously, he's like, oh, how's everything? How's, um, what did you say? Did you say how's, how studies? Because obviously, I'm doing my master's mm-hmm. in music business. He's like, yeah, it's going well, blah, blah, blah. So now, I guess, I don't know, as an older age, he's yeah. like, just mm-hmm. as, as long as I'm happy, as long as I'm, yeah. you know, well, like, he was like, oh, when you meet people, always, like, wear your mask, obviously, because of oh, the, no, the okay. COVID <laughs> and stuff. Like, all right, dad, all right, all right, all right. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I think just with age. I think, but like for me, when I was very young, like I just didn't. Maybe that's why I was, because I feel like I was quite rebellious at the same time when I okay. was young. Um, and I think maybe because I didn't get the the support or like the the attention that I, or maybe I was just I don't know. Maybe I was just maybe I was just spoiled in it. I don't mm-hmm. know what I don't know what it was, but like maybe. You know, because I didn't get enough, whatever tension for the love of music that I actually okay, love yeah, passion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But now it's I don't know everything. Everything's cool yeah, and all that stuff. Like, no, I can imagine, everything. and the fact that obviously you're still doing it, and yeah. obviously it's very evident that your parents obviously know that this is what you're into. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You know, so I'm pretty sure you're obviously getting that support now because obviously yeah. you know, I mean, they've grown, you've grown, kind yeah, of thing, yeah, yeah. and with parents as well, I've kind of realized that you know, once upon a time, they were actually us. Yeah. Mm. Do you get what I mean? They were definitely um us. And it's like, mm. you know, they were definitely, you know, humans. And, mm. you know, some people may have had to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right? But like, you know, sometimes, um, you know, parents have to make certain decisions, mm. um, which maybe the child may not, you know, understand and so mm. forth and everything like that. Do you mm. get what I mean? Mm. You, you know, deep, parents, parents have to make sacracifices. Like, no, they definitely you know what do. I mean? like, Cause I know mm. for a fact, deep down, my mom wanted to be, in the creative side of stuff like she wants to be an actress and all the other stuff so mm. even when I do certain things or my siblings do certain things I'm like oh I, st- I start to see certain traits of my parents and their work ethic within them as well you mm. know what I mean because it's like 
all those things, it filters down in other ways. I feel like that's probably why I feel like to an extent I'm such a creative person mm-hmm. or having such a creative mind because of that. Mm. But then, like I said, yeah, they sacrifice a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. They have to sacrifice a lot. Yeah, they definitely do. Definitely do. And I feel like sometimes when they may be, you know... When they're, when they're times when they may be under pressure and so forth, mm. sometimes as a child, you might get the brunt of it as well. Do you get what I'm coming from? I mean, it's, I guess it's not intentional, but sometimes, you know, parents might say certain things that might, you know, make you upset. That might even be like a little trigger um, mm. for, you know, trigger for you, if that makes sense. Do you get me? Mm. You know, it might affect you like, emotionally and so forth. Do you get what I mean? But, mm. you know, because, I mean, I'll be honest with you, that's happened with me as well. Mm. I've, that's happened with me. My mum can cuss. <laughs> my mum knows how to cuss. Oh my gosh, oh, literally. God. But like, there's certain... Because even up until this day, I, what, what I can actually say now is I get her now. Mm. After living in this world for 27 years, I actually get this woman now. <laughs> it took me a while to kind of understand why, like, she, like, done certain things. I'm not saying she done anything bad or nothing like that. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Like, you know? But obviously, as a child, I didn't really understand that. And I feel like with certain things that she done, I kind of took that along with me. Mm. so it definitely I did kind of carry this whole thing where you know I just want to be loved kind of things mm. didn't really feel that like she always loved me because obviously especially because she had the other children as well mm. you know I had the responsibility all the time mm. coming home you know bathing the children cooking for them and all that kind of sitting there mm. obviously this was like secondary school times mm. as well you know mm. hardly had time to obviously do my homework do you get what I mean you know yeah. so with kind of like all of that I, when I was younger, I was like, why is she being like this for me, man? Like, why is she being like this for? Do you get me? And I just didn't, I didn't get it or understand it. But do you know what it is? People will obviously do things, but they'll just do it in certain ways. And that's just how she done hers. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And again, um, it took for one of my friends to kind of make me understand, look, obviously there's definitely a big cultural difference. There's a difference between what you obviously learn in school, the mm. things that are around you, and also, you know, well, your upbringing, I guess, isn't it? Like, mm. you know, so... I mean, taking that into account, you know, if anyone's obviously, you know, from a Jamaican background like myself, you'd obviously know that, you know, there's a lot of cultural differences. Yeah. yeah, I'm coming from a lot. So I had to kind of deeper understand that, you know, obviously maybe for her at the time, she was probably going through a lot of things as well. Obviously, I'm obviously I know a lot of things are happening now, but it could have been a lot more different than as well. Do you get what I'm, mm-hmm. you get what I'm coming from? Yeah. So all these little external factors as an adult, I can I am kind of deep in. Do you know what? Regardless of whatever's happened, I can only learn from you know all the emotions that I felt at the time. Do you get what I mean? I can only mm. learn from it, but yeah, I can learn from it, and then I just have to keep moving with it. Do you get what I mean? Because you know that was then, and I'm not gonna allow something back then to kind of affect what's happening now. Mm. Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, life has been deep now, and yeah, I feel like I get it now. I know, you I get know me. You mean. You know? So in saying, and adding on from what you guys have been saying, so do you do you think that it's um, I because I feel like for me personally, I feel like a lot of us lot in the stages of life that we're at, if certain family dynamics are not how in our eyes or in our minds we want it to be, I feel like we're at the stage and age now where we need to take ownership and accountability for the relationship and try and make amends because I feel like as much as we can just be like, yeah, you know, I'm older now, like I'm here now, it doesn't matter, I think like forget about it. I don't feel like, I don't know, man. I feel like the older I've gotten, I've realised how important family is more as opposed to when I was younger. I was just like, yeah, this, I just have to be here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the older I've got, I've realised that like, this really is my actual family. Like, these are my people's, like, my family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I go home and I see you, though. Like, we all look alike. You know what I mean? Like, we're all just mm-hmm. pretty much similar people. Like, mm-hmm. um, But I feel like when you grow older, I feel like we have some sort of sense of responsibility to bridge the 
disengagement of conversation between parents mm. because I feel like it's important to understand each other. Mm-hmm. When you grow up, you don't mm-hmm. want to grow up in frustration. Be like, I'm 25. Like, yeah. why are you speaking to me in X, Y, Z? Or how could you, like, obviously you're still going to get sent to shop regardless. But when I get sent to shop, I'm like, but I can't lie. I've got a younger sibling. Like, why am I growing? You know what I mean? <laughs> why like, you? <laughs> why me? Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, is it disrespectful to delegate that down onto your younger sibling or to just say, oh, no, I'm not going? Like, I don't get it. Like, and then, do you have a right to stand up for yourself and, and do then, certain things? Yeah, exactly. And then you doing that, you're going to be get cast and be like, sorry, what did you say, sorry? Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I'm the mother, you're the child, or I'm the father, like, I'm you're al- the child. I'm always going to gonna respect you, but I mean, I'm, 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 I'm an adult now. Like, I'm still your child, of course, but mm-hmm. I am an adult mm-hmm. and I have to do stuff for myself. Mm-hmm. Same way I pay my bills, I do what I need to do and assist wherever I need to assist. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I totally you, kind of have to, you have to kind of live up, give me that space. But at the same time, that's why it's important to have these conversations. So it's not looking like, why is this child just being so outspoken and mm. quote unquote seeming like they're being aggressive in conversation? Because mm. I feel like we have to take charge of building or kind of filling in the blanks. Mm-hmm. So for the times when I, like you said, when my parents were asking, oh, like how, if they've had any sentimental conversations, I feel like I try to have that now with my parents instead. So I've put it the other way around. So okay. sometimes I speak to my mum and I'm like, yeah, like how has your, your day been? How's work been? But then obviously I'll ask more personal questions regarding yeah. other situations that I know, I'm privy to. Because I feel like when you're young, your your parents try and block you out from big people's business. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Yeah, it's nothing to do with you go away. Mm, but I feel mm. like when you get to a certain age, I feel like you kind of have to know certain stuff. You know mm. what I mean? I feel like you're eligible for it so to say yeah and yeah. breaking the norm of I'm an adult you're a child because yeah. I'm an adult so what's good yeah you exactly know what I mean that. we're both adults now mm-hmm. so I feel like we need to have adult conversations mm-hmm. and the whole hierarchy thing isn't really necessarily there because you you are my my parent you had to you had the money I couldn't grant me money mm-hmm. but now that I can I do stuff for myself as an adult would and you understand it do you exactly. get what I mean you understand so I feel like it's, it's best to also be on the same playing field when it comes to having conversations because I feel like mentally it does stimulate and help both parties yeah yeah yourself some parents might want them, yeah. to get things off their chest but they feel like yeah. they can't because they have to be strong or whatnot yeah so if you bring that if you open that door open for them and take the opportunity to speak to them personally on certain subjects if you don't have that relationship already mm. I don't see how it can go wrong exactly that and not to be funny we're only getting older and as we get older yeah. we're obviously understanding life a lot more I mean the first can, first people we're going to go to are our parents mm. if, if, if if they're um, accessible do you get if what I mean you know? I, and I want to be able to go to my parents yeah. if there is a situation yeah. or a certain yeah. something happening in life I don't want to have to just keep going to my friends mm-hmm. even though I know they're there for me and they're supporting me yeah. mm-hmm. I want to be able to have that conversation and where I'm an adult I can speak to my parents like adults and whatever the situation is they could be helping me with Yeah. so one example was when I was um when I finished my final year of uni, um, I they they emailed me like the grades and stuff and whatnot, and I I passed every single module except one, so obviously that means that I I couldn't graduate that summer. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That autumn winter. Yeah. Um, so I had to do one term again, and that got me so mad. Like I was so furious. Like when I got the email once, I was I was on my way to work, and once I got out of the underground, like I got the email. If I was sorry, I read it. I can't lie, I just, I started, I was bawling. Yeah, I, yeah, I was, yeah. and it wasn't mm-hmm. tears of, oh my God, like frustration, it was frustration and anger, like, because mm-hmm. I felt to myself like, raw, like, I feel like you worked hard, like, why are you now feeling like you're being pulled back mm-hmm. again? And the first thing I did was call my mum. The first mm-hmm. thing I did was call my mum. And she was just so supportive. She was like, it's not the end of the world, like, you know, mm-hmm. just go mm-hmm. and redo your thing. And when I spoke to her, I was like, so why am I so emotional? Like, 
You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, she kind of brought me back to earth. I was like, you know what? It's, it's not the end of the world. Like, it's not that deep. It's really nice to have parents like that. Yeah, yeah 100%. Like, instead of them saying, why do you fix up? Why do you something yeah, like that? Mm-hmm. Exactly, because that would be some responses mm, from some parents. Mm, Trust me. But just kind of reassuring you that everything's, yeah. everything's good. And, and obviously, a couple of months after that, I graduated. So I thought it was like, yeah. you know, it all just kind of came together. And mm. So things like that is why I feel like it's important to have those conversations and relationship because some people won't be able to even call their parents in that instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, so. I get you. That's interesting. What you was basically saying, I'm um, mm. Daniel, that's literally kind of like how my mum was like, <laughs> like this woman, like when I tell you, she, it's so hard to even like have a conversation with her because she's just, I don't know, she's always just worked up and charged from something. Do you get what I mean? You know? Mm. But it's only, it's only now, um, I have been able to obviously have conversations with mm. her. And um, for, for her, oh, I can't speak. For those who don't know, uh, my mum, she lives in Jamaica. Um, she's been there for the past, I'm going to say about what, 12, 13 years. So she's been there for a while. And um, yeah, my mum, I think obviously she was obviously being a, a mum from a distance because that's what she could do. Do you get what I mean? You know, mm. I did have a chance to go to Jamaica, mm. but I decided to stay here. And that's because... Um, at the time, me and my mum's um, relationship was quite, um, I would say it was quite rocky. You can imagine me being a teenager, my mm. face stuff. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? But it's like, we always knocked heads. We always did. So I made the choice to actually um, stay here, which I thought was quite a big decision to make at a mm. young age. Do you get what I'm coming mm. from? I was doing my GCSEs as well. And I think she told me quite last minute mm. as well. So I didn't, I don't think I had time to kind of like deep, what kind of decision I'm making kind of thing. Mm. But one I know is that I did want to like stay here. And I'm glad that I kind of did because I'm out, well, I'm glad, but I also wonder what kind of life I would have had in Jamaica living with her as well, Mm. because I've lived without my mum for quite a long time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I see it every year. Like, you know, you see it every year and everything that that's no problem. Mm. But um, yeah, even when she was, um, you know, in Jamaica, she would like call me and it's like, she was like, she was trying, trying to tell me what to do, but I'm like, you're not here. No, I'm, not, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That, it, that can't run. Yeah. <laughs> that can't run. Yeah. That's why like my mum called me when I'm at uni. It's like, oh, my mom's make sure you're you're sweeping or make sure you're. Yeah, all of that. Do you get what I mean? You have to clean up your room. <laughs> it's my room, though. Like, you know what I mean? I get it. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Literally. So, those are little things that I that used to kind of get on my nerves because literally all the time, all the time, she just used to moan, 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 moan. Literally, like, moan all the time. But, Obviously, it got to a point where I just kind of just wanted to block it and just ignore it. So it's mm. like, what's how what the stem from that is the fact that I just couldn't take it when someone always just was on to me all the time. I hated it. Like, mm. do you get what I mean? Because it's like, yo, I'm not doing nothing. And like, you're just mm. always trying to, you know, mm. do some like antagonizing. Yeah, exactly that. You get me. But um, what I've realized is that it's just within my mom's nature. She, I think she just wants us to be occupied doing mm. something do you get what I mean do you, you know? do you see parts of yourself in your, or parts of your mum in yourself 100% <laughs> so I always say yeah I always say I've oh got the gosh. jokey side to my dad my dad is like the biggest joker of whoever obviously knows my father like he's like big time joker um in a good way, in a good way. <laughs> um, and my mum is the most serious woman. And I've literally the blend of the both. Okay. It's absolutely crazy. So, mm. you know, like I'll have serious conversations with my mum, but then I'll have jokey conversations with my dad. My dad's literally like my brother. Okay. <laughs> literally, like, do you that's, know what I mean? That's nice though. Yeah, that's it's cool. nice. Um, so, yeah, with how my mum used to like deal with me and obviously with the whole distance thing and everything like that, I took it upon myself to become an adult. 
like by myself. Obviously, my mum my would be, still be there for me financially and whatnot, but mm. I couldn't really like be emotional with her. She'd be like, stop your eyes, man. What up to you, man? Yeah. Up man up. Man up. Yeah. You get me? All of that kind of stuff. So, obviously, that used to frustrate me. But one thing I would say is, because obviously, like I said, unfortunately, there's some people who may not have their parents around, mm. but I was able to learn from other people's parents mm. with how, okay. like, I was able to observe how, you know, um, my friends would interact with their parents and vice versa and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. I've got a friend and um, she's actually my best friend. I've obviously kind of more or less grown up with her like for like a very long time. And obviously I love her family. Her family loves me. And yeah, just even having that outlet of trying to, of expressing myself. Mm. I think that's all I want. I just always wanted to be heard. That's what it was, because obviously mum didn't really want to listen all the time. Mm. And that's something that's always kind of like stuck mm. with me. But the fact that I was, someone's allowing me to obviously talk and express and they're listening. Mm. I think that's always, that's always, that's what I've always ever wanted. Mm. So like, you know, I think that's kind of allowed me to maybe be a bit more understanding like of people, if that makes sense. You know where I'm coming from? Yeah. Um, so I guess if I didn't have that outlet... I'll probably still be in my feelings about certain mm. things and mm. so forth. And, you know, um, yeah. And I guess because of the, I've learned that, it's kind of made me a bit more understanding of how people are today. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Because I guess we can grudge our um, parents or whoever for certain things that they've done, but at the same time, we don't know the struggles that they were going mm. through. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Look at the times that are happening now. Do you get what I mean? Can you imagine the parents now of what they're going through with, like what their children are trying to, you know, mm. do you get what I mean? Mm. Like survive and so forth. So mm. I guess I can only use my past experiences as, you know, I just have to understand it. Do you get what I mean? Mm. That's what I can do. I can't really get upset from it. Mm. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, things have definitely changed. Time has changed and, you know, she listens now. <laughs> she listens now. That's but good. yeah, I think I took it upon myself to not always blame my past for how um, I am. Mm. Um, I've got a lot more of an understanding of myself and I don't, I, te- technically, I don't really want to um, just keep like, yeah, I don't want to say it's crying over spilt milk, but like, I don't want to keep going on and on about the situation because mm. I know how to deal with it now. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that really. That's that. But that's basically how it's kind of like changed me mm. um, and, you know, as an adult and so forth. I was going to say, so like with your, um, obviously you um, loving music at a young age, Daniel. Yeah. Um, how did you feel when, you know, you didn't get that, that support from your like parents in regards to obviously you continuing with music and so forth? How did that make you feel? What kind of, I mean, did you have any mental strains and all that? Like, yeah. Um, I was angry. Okay, I cool. Mm-hmm. I was. I, I guess I was definitely angry. Like, um, to a point where I was, like maybe disliking my parents. Got you. Um. Uh, yeah, es- especially my dad. I would say mm-hmm. because like you know, <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> so yeah, I just have to laugh at it. It's just funny. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just like you know, ju- like just not having just the right support and mm-hmm. and them always say like not basically just making me want to do something else that mm-hmm. I don't want to do. do yeah um and yeah I've I've, I've I, I was really hurt a lot of the times um but like now I don't, I don't know like now this age like I said earlier like things things are better they support me more and I, I guess I've like as an adult now like I've just learned to kind of forgive like maybe like the pain that they've kind of mm-hmm. like they may have caused me when I was younger and it's so because it's, it's music and 
I, I don't know. I feel like with music, music, music is something that made me happy. Mm-hmm. And music, yeah, like a lot of like a lot of people it makes them happy when they listen to it. But I thought for me, it was just an escape from the world, escape from like n- negativity, like um, like I like I, I, I used to get bullied when I was younger. Um, but I'm sure like everyone, like everyone's been bullied, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But in some way or another, in some way or thing, other yeah. yeah, kind of thing. Um, so music was just like an outlet, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like music was like the only thing I loved and sorry, like I would write songs and stuff like that. I remember the first song I wrote, I was, I was in year six. Oh wow. Yeah, literally Run. I was in year six. Um, and I wrote about like riding the magic carpet sat up sat up sat you know like Aladdin, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I used to watch like Dis- Dis- Disney and stuff mm-hmm. like that at that age so I will just write and then in year, in year 7 when I went to second school I will just write so it's just like an outlet really um, but yeah, yeah. Like, now like I said I've just been able to forgive my parents um, especially my dad like it took me a long time I actually told like my friends and stuff like I don't like my dad blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. blah. Mm. but um I don't know. I've been able to just understand his his personality, um, accept him for who he is, um, and vice versa. I feel like mm-hmm. he's he's accepted me for who I am. Maybe I don't know if he wasn't happy that you know I was going into music or whatever, as like I'm Nigerian and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like like what he feels like the future may hold because music isn't always like lucrative, yeah, like, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like, I, yeah, I feel like it gets to a certain stage where sometimes you actually have to prove your parents wrong by just yeah, going ahead and doing it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I feel right. like they will start to realize, like, because I guarantee you, once the money starts rolling in, hey, listen, they can't it. talk to you again. When the money they starts coming in, they're not going to say nothing. They're oh, going to be like, oh, my son. Like, oh, my well son. done, son. I'm, I'm so mean? proud like, of you <laughs> and whatnot. Do you get what I mean? And it's, yeah. and it's sad that that's the case, but that's just the reality of life, really, yeah. truly. Whenever someone's getting praised for something called received accolades whatever mm. people start to notice it and highlight that as well mm. but again I feel like it's character building for ourselves to um, go through our um, what's the word our hobbies and stuff like whatever we enjoy mm. that, that we do yeah. and we push it to the point where we start to make it our business yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. us your you know own I mean? kind like, of thing yeah. you are the face of whatever it is that you're doing mm-hmm. and I yeah. feel like you within yourself you start to build momentum mm. and yeah, I feel like the thing is, I feel like with parents as well, a lot of pre- proving them wrong speaks volumes mm. because they actually get to a point of just leaving exactly. to be independent. Yeah, exactly that. It's such a trust that you, you, you know, you're going to be, you're good. Like, mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. obviously, like, we all have stuff that we have to learn from experiences we learn from, else we have to take and stuff and whatnot. But I feel like as soon as long as, long as you get there and you learn it, mm. I feel like, yeah, man, things can never really go that bad. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. I think they just need to believe in the process. Mm. Do you get what I mean? At least give it a chance, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. My, funnily enough, when I was younger, I actually wanted to become a singer. I actually really enjoyed singing, mm. for those who didn't know. Sing for everyone. Well, not today, not today. <laughs> soon though, soon though. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I was into music when I was younger as well. I enjoyed mm. singing. Um one thing I have to kind of big my mum up for is I'm um, actually allowing me to go to um I went to something called Brit Kids. Okay. Yeah, so it was yeah, Brit yeah, School, yeah, but yeah, um yeah. for kids on Saturdays I think you can go there up until like you're 16 years old. Okay. So I went to that and yeah I think that was kind of like my mum I guess showing me that you know she is interested mm. in it. Um, 
And I guess one thing I could say is that because I've probably been saying from young that, yeah, you know, want to be a singer, want to be a singer. Mm. She, I guess she kind of saw my, my passion. Do you get what I mean? And that's why she was able to, you know, do all of that. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Um, But it's weird, obviously, as I've gotten older, obviously, I mean, my career's definitely changed now. (laughs) Do you get what I mean? Mm. Um, You know, as I've gotten older, I mean, for, for those who know me, I've had about a billion jobs. So... My mom, that used to like get on my mum's nerves because she always used to think that you know I wasn't really like like settled or what That's have you. Do you get what I mean? Same like my mum. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Trust me, like she didn't think I was stable. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not the greatest of money either, especially back then. <laughs> literally, I was not the greatest of money, so she always used to cast me about that. And literally, like she just always used to get on to me about the whole job thing. But it's like this is how I'm trying to build myself. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have to go through these experiences to know that you know, like what's right for me and what's not right for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I remember she wasn't really supportive of the whole, um, you know, job changes and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But when I started flying with the airline, oh, listen, when I tell you, this woman was my best friend. Oh, my son, my son. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally. I, and she's like, was... she was able to block to all her friends. Oh yeah, my friend works for so-and-so. I'm rare, 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 rare. Yeah. Never seen this woman so happy before in my life. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess obviously from the outside looking in, it might just seem like she's obviously just, um, you know, trying to just gloat about what her son's done. And also, another thing is I forgot to say, there was obviously, I'm the third eldest out of nine. Nine, yeah, I'm the third eldest. So, the eldest brother, oldest brother, um, (laughs) yeah, whatever. (laughs) The eldest brother, Rose Eyes, um, he... I believe he works for this foreign office or whatever. I think it's a good job and so forth. Um, and then my second artist, um, he's a barrister. Oh, so okay. it's a thing where, I mean, what leg do I have left to stand on? I've got to do something. So obviously because she's seen my older brothers do that, she's mm-hmm. kind of wanting to know like, what am I doing myself? Mm-hmm. And I think because they knew what they wanted to do from a young age, mm-hmm. she was kind of waiting for me mm-hmm. um, with what I wanted to do, if that makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so I guess, now I've kind of like settled down and I'm in this industry I think it's something that she's she supports now mm. and she gets me now yeah. you get me yeah. you know um, and I guess that was just her way of that's just her way of showing that she like cares so mm. I feel like she didn't care because of how she was like dealing with me and so forth but mm. like now she, she's actually cool like mm. with what I'm doing now and everything like that mm. and obviously because I'm I guess because I'm happy she's happy now as well Yeah. you know so yeah. Yeah, you know, sim- similar to you I went Brit school as well um, and it was mm-hmm. great that my my mum was able to just let me go. And even my dad, I would say, was just able to just kind of let me go and just do my thing. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And obviously I studied music in university as well. Yeah. For like a degree. So it's just, yeah, I, like you just speaking as well, just making me realise, yeah, like, like you know, my mum was really there. and the Yeah, years, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, I, I I'm very, 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 very grateful for my parents because... Mm. I work in a school and I see mm-hmm. how certain kids are and how their parents are. I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's mad. Like, mm. I'm grateful as hell for the lessons that they taught me, mm. the morals and values that it's been instilled within me because some people have no manners. None <laughs> like, whatsoever. None whatsoever. Like, I'm like, no, nah, this, like, this is too much. Even at this big age as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah especially because I mean? I'm older now and I see it, I'm like, rah, like, I could never speak to my mum like that or I could never yeah. speak to so I, I just feel mm. like there's certain ways you just do stuff and that's just not it. Mm. No, I totally get you still. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, with obviously how your parents parent you, it definitely does have an impact on obviously how you are as you get older. Do you get what I mean? 
um, it's a thing where with like the whole the whole manner stuff and everything like that, like that's just like basic things. Do you get what I mean? But it's like you know why why is it that obviously people can't still carry on what they've kind of learnt from what they're younger? If that you, makes sense. Do you get what I mean? I feel like even the younger generation now, like you, they, I feel like they're just so disrespectful. Like I don't know how to explain. It. I, feel, I just feel like they're just disrespectful. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like they have as much manners as like I'm not that much young, like that much older. But I don't feel like. I feel like people in my generation know how to speak to people with respect. Yeah. But I feel like some younger generations are just so far up their own asses that they're just so ignorant to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, don't, don't forget, obviously, I believe maybe back in the day there was a lot more interaction That's with, what, yeah, exactly. with mother or, or pe- with parents and their children. And obviously mm. now, it's not that. Mm. Fling, like, like you said earlier, fling them the iPad and that's them yeah, done. Yeah, that's the them shirts. A lot of other stuff like on social, social media, media yeah exactly well. that and it's so easy for them to look yeah. into do you yeah. get I me mean? it's so easy like, my little cousin mm-hmm. he's in year eight i think mm-hmm. he's in year eight going to year nine in september and i'm just i just think the stuff that he knows and is aware of like i had no knowledge of mm-hmm. when i was his age mm-hmm. just obviously how explicit the whole music scene is now as well and how in your face mm-hmm. it is like and that's just the music scene in the uk America like you you see twerking you see all the other stuff you see it and it's so normalised that mm. you grow up thinking that this is actually okay because when I was younger when we was younger like we would, we would see stuff on, on like BT Uncut yeah. there'll be certain stuff you would see stuff late times after night and stuff but yeah. I feel like now after 11 o'clock yeah, after, yeah there'll be like, certain trust times me, trust me there's certain times <laughs> oh, like Channel gosh. U they'll do their nonsense mm-hmm, at certain mm-hmm, times mm-hmm, you know what I mean like mm-hmm. but that's after certain times Yeah, yeah. now you can go on Google with your phones any given any, time, given exactly moment, that. and then yeah, the negative yeah. influences are just there in your faces. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably the one thing that I'm happy with. I'm happy that I'm not growing up and being a teenager or being in secondary school in this day and age now because I feel like it's messed up. I can't mm-hmm. lie. I feel like it's messed up. I feel like there's so much stuff that they're just not in tune with. And I feel like because a lot of black people hold the... Well, yeah, a lot of black people hold roles that are high within entertainment industry so music yeah films yeah um what else is entertainment sports there's always, it's always black related you mm-hmm. know what i mean so i feel like we especially in this day and age in society i feel like social media has made our people like younger ones focus on those industries more than anything yeah mm-hmm. as opposed to knowing what's happening in politics or in other stuff you know what i mean and i, I feel like mm-hmm. they're growing up in it and then that's why nowadays everyone's rapping and all doing music. Not that it's a bad thing, yeah. but people see that there's an opportunity to do it just because people are doing it. Yeah. Not because yeah. they want to do it and it's a passion. Like some, and it's yeah. annoying because I, I know some, I've seen some people who have blown and done stuff just for the sake of them doing it yeah. and there's not a real passion in it and it sucks. It's like, oh you know gosh. what I mean? There's I'm so sure, you, yes. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh my, so mm-hmm. much artists. And I don't want to name names because I don't want to be like powering people, but yeah, boy, I know there's still things like big in it right now mm-hmm. so like literally you can just make a drill track and like you can just be trying shit and like all blow like mm-hmm. and that's the thing I feel like the ones who control the media and stuff because mm. you're hearing these drill tracks on radio on a normal day 3pm mm. BBC One Extra you're just hearing drill coming out of the speakers like mm. not saying it's a bad thing mm-hmm. yeah, 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 however mm-hmm. the message it puts across and what it perpetuates isn't a positive thing whether people want to accept it or not yeah, it's I'm not saying true. that rapping drill music is going to make you a negative person altogether yeah, 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 yeah. however if you're not mentally strong if you're around the bad environment and mm. the home environment isn't good or you just start to feel like you want to start to live unruly and that's the music that's around you you're going to tap into it mm. and what they're rapping about is not friendly stuff like you mm. know what I mean so mm. I feel like that's the negative influences of social media 
Yeah. Because you see so much stuff and you get normalised to it. Like, you get normalised to seeing blood on your screens. You get normalised to seeing Knives lesbians. And you get normalised yeah. to seeing so much other stuff that distracts you and doesn't make your mind as clear as it should be to focus on you, yourself, and your life, so to say. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the younger generation have been robbed from it. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. they robbed. Especially from the whole social yeah. stuff, like, they've been robbed. Yeah. Because, fair enough, we had Blackberry, all the other stuff that them times, but that was... That wasn't so early. Yeah, in our exactly. Childhood. That was just like the, yeah, that was just uh, up and coming in a you sense. Know what you mean? Know what I mean, for and us, and even then, how much impact did that have in our lives? Trust me. You know what I mean? Trust mm. me. So, but then again, I feel like when we was younger, we were still more social in a physical, outgoing sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we done more things together. Like even if it's just going to play like random games and whatnot. Like obviously, yeah. times have changed, so things will change as well. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I just feel like kids have rub- been rough from being kids. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're allowed to be kids. They see too much adult shit and. Yeah. Yeah. They just have to be adults. Yeah, yeah. And when they speak to people, they act like they know everything, but it's like, no, you don't. You really yeah. do not <laughs> trust me. You just yeah. look at the stuff on social media and this level level surface stuff and you take it. Mm. You run mm. with it. Mm. You know what I mean? I remember when, when I was younger, I didn't want to, I didn't want to listen to anybody really. And I think maybe because my mum got on my nerves so much, I just didn't mm. want to listen to anyone else had to say, especially, like, especially like secondary school times. Do you get what I mean? Mm. But um, yeah, I've got a question actually. So what would you have told your youngest like if you speak to your younger self what would you have told yourself like then I say maybe at the age of like I don't know 16 16 prom 16 11 16 oh, God, what yeah I, doing? Jesus. I, I definitely wasn't thinking about anything I'm thinking about now definitely like obviously being an adult mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> I think what I would tell my younger self is to to have read more first okay. of all mm-hmm. but also to actually have an open heart and just actually learn to love everyone mm. and not be particular of who I show love to because mm. I feel like when I was younger if you weren't popular if you weren't quote unquote the natural status of society standards of being pretty I would I wouldn't necessarily always speak to you in a, in a nice way and when I was younger like especially in secondary school I was a bit of a bully so and I feel like that was because of me just being on my own life journey and mm. I don't know. Like, I had no reason to be so, so to be a bully. I had things I needed at home. Mm-hmm. But I feel like mm-hmm. just within me, I just felt like mm, I wasn't... I couldn't be soft or... Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was just me. I, ha- yeah. I, I feel like I had to be pushing this male, toxic masculinity, yeah. mm-hmm. masculinity yeah. mm-hmm. ego. I feel like I had to push it. I feel like that had to be me. Mm-hmm. Especially because my, my older brother was in the school at the same time. A lot of people from the area were in the same school. So I felt like I had to fill the shoes of someone mm-hmm. and just be someone. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I wish if I could tell myself now, I'll probably just be on self, do you. Mm. Like literally do yep. you. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm one in a million. Like, Same I'm that more. nigga. Like, yeah, yeah, tell him. <laughs> tell him. So I feel like if I tell myself from younger time, then yeah. Mm. Tell him. Lit, lit. What would you say, Daniel? Um, 16-year-old Daniel. Oh, I would say be brave all the time. Um... I'd say be nice to people, even if they are nice to you. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. I can't really think of anything else on top of my head. Okay, mm. cool. But, um, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, Yourself? cool. So, 16-year-old Fabian. Whew. <laughs> oh, what was 16-year-old? I could, I could only wish and imagine what, what was 16-year-old Fabian doing. Do you know what? I was just... I was all over the place. I was, I was just that guy that I was just every party <laughs> like just literally <laughs> just doing the most literally like yeah 16 year old do you know what is one, okay one thing I would definitely say to myself stop being so damn emotional <laughs> don't get me wrong having emotions is natural do you get what I mean of course feel your emotions do you get what I mean but mm. I kind of felt like I was a bit too sensitive 
yeah, I was definitely sensitive when I was younger. Um, and I think it probably, that stemmed from um, my relationship with my mum. I felt like I wasn't always allowed to like defend myself and so forth. Do you get what I mean? So, um, you know, I kind of just carried that like, with me kind of thing. But I would say, yeah, definitely... Um, maybe not be as sensitive because, you know, there's actually lights at the other end of the tunnel mm. and it's not that deep. I was definitely an overthinker back then as well. Mm. I was definitely a, I'm an overthinker. So, yeah, I'd say just kind of like um, look through the, the situation properly before I react to it kind of thing, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I was very impulsive and I'll think of stuff on the spot. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. yeah. Like, however you felt at that time is how yeah. you felt kind of thing yeah. you know what I mean and there wasn't change, nothing changing that you get me I was I was so I, would, I was so rude when I was younger I don't think I was rude but I just said what was everyone's mind that no one wanted to say but I'll be the one to say it <laughs> I was that kind of person like and I don't feel like much has changed my mouth is still really sharp but there's a time and a place and I know now mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like when I was younger I didn't know like anyone can get it but now I'm like cool composure no. be a gentleman 100% one, 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 one thing and another thing I'd say to myself is yeah um, be more accepting of what happens around you obviously I guess that's probably quite a big thing to do maybe um, as a young boy at that, that mm-hmm. age whatever but um, yeah I was I was a very gullible person as well um, very gullible always believed everything like what was happening around me whatever do you get what I mean mm-hmm. like and um, yeah I wouldn't say that I was a sheep. I didn't really follow the, the crowd or whatnot. I wouldn't mm. say that. Um, but yeah, I'd just kind of say, yeah, just try to um, just pat myself like that, basically. Do you mm. get what I mean? Mm. Like, I felt like definitely ha- like impacted my mindset. But again, I mean, as I've gotten older now, I've learned that, yo, I mean, it's not that deep. Just yeah. just live and just yeah. let life in it. <laughs> let life happen. Like, all in all, I feel like for me, the, the adult I am now, like I feel like I'm, a, I'm quite a stable person just overall. Yeah. I feel like mentally I'm aware of myself. Like yeah. if I'm going through certain stuff, I know how to address them. Mm. If, I'm going, if I want to speak about something, I just speak about it. Mm. I don't hold things in. And I feel like when I was younger, I used to hold a lot of things in. I mm-hmm. wouldn't speak about mm-hmm. stuff. Mm. I was really just always anxious about trusting people and whatnot mm-hmm. but I was also very popular quote unquote so I would, oh, always, yeah. I would always be around people and be sociable and be friendly with everyone and I feel like now that I deeper I feel like maybe that was just to ignore the stuff that I had to head face head face on. yeah mm. so yeah I feel, now that I'm deep in it yeah I've got a question um, what would you say has helped you um, be as like positive and confident as you are today what's helped both of you um, I go. Um, I feel like for me, again, I just feel like I can't lie. I just, I'm just a wavy guy, man, and I feel like I've got to a stage <laughs> in life where I'm able to just realize it now. Like yeah. I can't lie. Like mm-hmm. I have to take pride in who I am, and mm. no one's gonna blow my trumpet for me. That's what I've realized. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be confident as hell. I'm gonna blow my trumpet. Mm. If you don't like it, then that's your problem. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I'm at in life now. Like I couldn't care less. I'm unapologetically myself. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like. That's something, and that's the energy I'm moving with the rest of my life because mm. I couldn't care less what people have to say or mm. how life is or what people are doing. Like, mm. I'm doing what I need to do for myself, and mm. I mean that's it. Feel it's you. cocky and confident, but it's what it is. in a world like this, boy, it's a doggy dog world, Trust man. <laughs> I can't lie. You said what you said. It's so. a doggy dog world. <laughs> um, for me, um, ask the question one more time. Sorry. So, um, what would you say has helped you like be like so positive? Mm. Um, like today, what's helped you kind of mm. like, you know, 
just be the person you are today, what's helped mm-hmm. you, would you say? Um, I'll just keep saying music, you know, to yeah. be honest, and be like, right now, I've gone to a place where I've met so much amazing musicians, um, and I've met a lot of amazing musicians, like, in, like, being young and mm-hmm, stuff, but, person, yeah. but not able to hold on to, hold on to them, yeah, do yeah, you know what I mean, I get like, you. and kind of like, build and, see like a great future and stuff like that mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like right now I'm able to like really be in love with music and the like the connection with other people mm-hmm. and music and kind of just build something I feel like that's the thing that's kind of keeping me sane right now mm. Got you. Got you. <laughs> and I feel like will always keep me sane um, because a lot of people do music you meet like I, I sing at weddings I sing at corporate events I like just do a lot of music activities. So I mm. meet a lot of people. I meet a lot of great people. So, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. And that's good, man. I'm going to basically touch upon what you said as well in terms of people. Mm. People have mm. definitely helped me um, be the person I am today. Mm. Um, in terms of the friendships that I've had, in terms of the interactions that I've had with people along the way, whether it's been at work or through mm. other friends or family or so mm. forth. I think just my interactions just kind of helped me understand how people are and I think when that, as I've got that that's kind of because I was a person that always used to think about what people thought about me I always used to yeah. I was an overthinker yeah, do you know what I mean like, I used to hate it literally but do you know what it is I've, underst- I've understood that number one not everyone can be understood right not everyone's meant to be understood mm. if your energy doesn't like take with it then it's not for you kind of thing you know um, and it's the people in my life honestly they've made such a difference to me you're welcome <laughs> thank you and Daniel thank you as well because you played a part in my life as well still I have, to, I have to admit that 100% you were like 19 I'm going to say about 19 so yeah literally yeah a good a good I'm not good at maths no I'm not, I'm not good at maths eight, how old nine, am I I'm going to say yeah, I'm going to say 8 years yeah because yeah. I'm 27 yeah. now isn't it yeah, yeah that's roughly what, similar not to you? Similar, no. Well, I'm going to say yes because yeah. I met you around like uni I was times, around, innit? yeah, and I'm I, well, I'm like two years younger than you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, around yeah. around that time, same, yeah. Same time, yeah, in, yeah, same yeah. time. Around that time. Especially at that age as well. Listen, I was mm. out here. I was just, you know, listen, I'm always, I'm a party head. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I was always, I was always socialising with people. And I think that's what, what was, that was my advantage. The fact that I am a person that can socialise with people. Mm. I can understand the different energies that are coming my way. Do you know, Mm. you know where I'm coming from? Mm. And this is why I've got the people in my life right now. Do you get what I mean? Mm. You know, um, you know, I've got, um, I was speaking about my best friend earlier, my best friend earlier, um, Vinette. Um, you know, she's absolutely amazing. I swear to God, like, if she was not in my life, I don't know what I'd do. Shout out to you, Vinette, and your amazing yeah. family. Literally, like, she is literally, like, oh, like, she's just absolutely amazing. And she, I've always said she's taught me how to love. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we're just, oh, and we're just friends. Do you get what I mean? Right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, the interactions that I've seen with, like, her family mm-hmm. and so forth mm-hmm. and how she's with other people and how mm-hmm. she's with me. Do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? She doesn't have to be the way she is with me, but you know what mm-hmm. it is, yeah? We've got so much common ground we've got so much similarity that at the end of the day, basically kind of got in a sense like the same love language in a sense you get what I mean mm. you know so and even the other day I had to thank her for just being still being there by my side and do you get what I mean you mm. know because you know literally if it was not for her and other people you know within that same circle as well if it wasn't for them as well I would not be able to kind of like um, manage myself the way I manage myself mm. today mm. do you get what I mean I think even, that's what, even Adam I feel like it's quite important for 
us as males to honestly have a female in our lives that yeah. isn't that's just a platonic friendship yeah, like, yeah. you're not, you're not doing so, stuff so, like so there's no hidden agendas yeah, like yeah. i literally genuinely feel like man them need to have positive female energy yes, around them because i yes. feel like we're all human beings and when you do your research you start to find out that as human beings we all mm-hmm. have a masculine and feminine side yeah. like mm-hmm. we all, mm-hmm. every single person has it you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. of course some people want to suppress theirs for some reason but mm-hmm. i mean i in life now i feel like you have to embrace it mm-hmm. so that you kind of find your real kind of self and I yeah feel like females around you help you do that yeah whether you know it or not mm-hmm. and also i'd say um in reverse as well i feel like it's important for men well, basically, just opposite what you just said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's important for men to be in a woman's life mm. as well. Do you get what I mean? Just as a platonic Cause, friend. Because you know I mean? when I was growing up, I feel like people would be like, oh, like, why do you have so much female friends? Like, well, I don't get it. Like, I had that as well. Why, say that again? why, why do you have so much female friends? Oh, why do you know okay. so many females? Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I mean, yeah. and because I what, feel like... beating everyone? Beating no, <laughs> that's the thing though. I feel like people's, people's, people's thoughts were, if you're not beating a girl, why are you yeah. chatting to her? Okay. And when you think of it now, do you know how toxic that is? A man right? got jealous about that what as you well, mean? you know? Like, yeah, I'm telling like, you. What? Trust me. And mm. I feel like it's it has to be acknowledged in this day and age. Like, if you're friends with female, why does it have to be a hidden agenda? Like, why are you not so toxic yeah exactly like, that. Why, even females they all start to think oh why are you just friends though? I don't and even it. at that age as well do you get I me mean? what the hell what do you mean what's there for you to what's there to even I mean, understand about I that mean, do you get I mean to be fair in that instance um, we're young so exploring life is well yeah you know yeah, what I mean but, yeah. but now I'm like no nah, like I don't feel mm. like that's the way to go because like, I work in a school so when I see boys in school be scared to be friends with females I'm like yeah. what is that yeah it's like, not it's that mad, it's like, not that that shouldn't be a normal no, thing like, this is it you, get you can't that. always just be 24-7 around masculine energy because I don't feel like... I personally don't feel like it's healthy. Yeah. I feel like you need to yeah. be able to tap into other parts of yourself as a human being. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're rubbing yourself from your own life experiences, really mm-hmm. and truly. Mm-hmm. I used to have a best friend that was a girl called Kimberly when we were like, what age? 13 upwards. Mm. You know, like that time when I said I used to go to Shubs and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she okay, used to live okay. in the area. We'd go to Shubs. I was friends with her. I was friends with her. Um cousin jason okay um so yeah like, like you're saying i think it's very important i think it's so important. yeah it's just a balance mm-hmm. at the end of the day because mm-hmm. it's like i don't know again um you know so even though it's of a different sex at the same time you there's still some form of relation that you can have because obviously they right, can learn a human from, being mm-hmm. yeah it's, simple it's as, a human being you know what i mean you can yeah. learn from anyone in life that's yeah. it bottom yeah. line and i feel like sometimes i feel like it's the black culture i feel like we put on ourselves that we have to be certain ways and, yeah you know mm-hmm. what i mean Mm. And if someone is just too friendly in one aspect, there's always people have there's always yeah. an agenda. People yeah. have something to say. You know what I mean? I feel like mm. we struggle to just mind our own business. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> you know I, I mean? like, I, it's so true. It pays nothing to literally it's mind so your own true. business. It's I'm so not saying have an opinion because everyone's entitled to have their opinions, but mm-hmm. keep it to yourself. There's a, there's a time and a place, mm. and there's also me. a time and a place. Yeah, there's a time and a place. Mm. You know. And I always have to think that with your opinion, what are you gonna do with that? Are you are you trying to help somebody, or are you mm. really just trying to just you know um, not help them at all? Do you get what I mean? Because mm. I mean, yeah, everyone is entitled to an opinion, but I mean, let's not say nothing sweet unless you're actually unless it's actually relevant, mm. unless it's actually needed. Do you get yeah. what I'm coming from? Yeah, you know, and a lot of the times yeah. opinions are not needed, but people wouldn't know that because they feel like they have to yeah. they have to voice yeah. it all the time. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, just mind your business. It's like, it. it's not hard. Like. No one's saying you can't have an opinion, but mm-hmm. don't make this situation now become your situation. Yeah. It's about you now. Like, mm. I don't get it. Mm. And I'm all about energy, so I, I don't have time to invest myself into this stuff. This is it. No, 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 no. 
This is I, it. Too much. I feel like as a human being, especially in this day and age as well, you need to be in tune with yourself. I feel like obviously a lot of people's journeys are different. Some people, some people are still on a journey. Some people mm. have probably reached. Or mm. everyone, regardless, life is a journey. Yeah. Regardless, yeah, and I feel that you just need to kind of just like just crack the cold, man. Just mm. you have to kind of like just if you feel like your mindset you can't get your round, your head around certain things. You just have to change your mindset. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's so much other ways and obviously trying to do things as well. How, right? about, how would you say for someone that's listening, how would you say like, you know, changing your mindset, what, like, what, what type of, are there type of exercises? Mm. Or, do you know what I mean? Like, I know like you said, everyone, everyone's growth is different. Everyone handles things a bit mm-hmm. different and stuff like that. Right. So what I'd say to that is, um, I try my best to be, positive in everything that i do Mm. right so even if there is you know something that might be negative i always like to see the positive in it do you Mm. get i'm coming from because Mm. number one me accepting that something negative is happening i've already accepted that Mm. in my head i Mm. just think okay cool what are the pros of this Mm. what can i change what can happen what like what have I learned from this as well? Do you get what I'm coming from? Because I know that if a situation like this or that happens again, mm. I know how to deal with it because mm. it's happened to me before, kind of yeah. thing, you know. So literally, positivity is I, it's everything for me. Honestly, mm. you know, there is always light at the other end of the tunnel. Yeah. I I always say to myself, you know, just keep smiling. Like honestly, I know there's a lot of going on in this world and everything like that. But the fact that you're for one time you wake up and you breathe. Do you get what I mean? Mm. That you know end of the day that's just a sign to show and say you're blessed and another thing self-worth you need to know your self-worth okay we've said this in quite a few podcasts probably at the beginning and all of that as well but like yeah um your self-worth is everything you need to love yourself honestly because no one else is not going to love you the way you love yourself do you know what i mean you can't depend on someone else's love right to love yourself do you know what i mean right once you love yourself no one can't chat to you honestly Right, mm. I feel like there's a lot of people that care too much about what people think, mm. and you know I was one of them, but mm. I've had to change that now because mm. at the end of the day, how where's it gonna get me? Yeah. That's not gonna make me move on in life. You see mm. what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Definitely. You know, we're only growing up, and you know, I always just have this mindset of oh, do you know is I just want everyone around me just to feel you know welcomed around me, mm. and so forth. I always want someone else to feel like how I would like to feel. Do you get mm. where I'm coming from? Mm. Being considerate. You know, and also being emotionally intelligent with yourself mm. as well. Okay, mm. know when to kind of be upset and when not to be upset. Obviously, mm. emotions are natural, so if you feel them, you feel them, of course. Okay, yeah. Yeah. but don't suppress it. Mm. Do not suppress it. Mm. Try you. It's like you just need to manage yourself um, mm. in a way that you know you can just kind of snap out of it. Mm. You get me? Mm. You know, because mm. it's not it's not every day. You know, bawl or cry or be sad. You get what I mean? Yeah. Yes, have your feelings, but you know, know how to control it. Yeah. So that's, so yeah, that's my answer to that. Um, I feel like for me, um, so I feel like a lot of the things that we take in information wise, whether it be what we watch or read or what we hear, um, I feel like that influences us a lot to how much we deal with our own stuff and how we deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like, like Fabian would know, most people would know as well. Like I recently started, not recently, but like recently in regards to like past three four years is when I started reading books Mm. and I feel like that's what kind of helped me start to get my mind in a positive space because Mm. everything that I was reading was just telling me like a lot of these things that you're on their fence about like it's not really real it's not there like Mm. and a lot of it will stem from fear yeah and it's just fear of life and fear of 
get into a place where you know you might be a different person mm. and not in a bad place or a bad in a bad way but you're going to reach probably a better potential or a, you're going to reach a higher potential of yourself that some people necessarily are scared to tap into mm-hmm. um, but when I started reading um, I started meditating because meditating within the books was a method or a characteristic that was pushed out a lot in the book and it said mm. that a lot of the time I feel like we're humans you know what I mean and I feel like this whole coronavirus season is a more is a time to focus on yourself and have that little break mm-hmm. because I feel like yeah. we're always as human beings we're always on autopilot like the world is literally being ran and controlled by whoever I can't I don't want to get into that now because you know me I've been on that I've been <laughs> researching been for, for weeks now time. like yeah, I don't want to get into that make <laughs> Freemason extra shit like but you know what I mean I feel like we just wake up every day and just go on autopilot we go to work we go to this we do that we do that mm. but I feel like I had to take time to just put my mind first and I feel mm. like taking five minutes of my day to be quiet and not have to think about stuff or mm. think about responding to people or speaking to people mm-hmm. I was able to reflect on myself on what I wanted wanted and needed to do mm. I started to recognise the kind of thoughts and feelings I was having mm. um, and addressing it through that aspect so like I said um, I find it hard to write stuff out Okay. Because I talk to my friends often and I talk to people often. I talk mm. my shit out so I don't keep it in. Mm. Um, so when I talk it out, I feel like, okay, it's done now. I brush it off and yeah. I move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like as well as that, I also started to just grow within myself. So the books I was reading was telling me, okay, you need to start loving yourself more. You need to start doing this stuff more. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well as that, just reading books and um, educate myself on journals and lectures um, watching documentaries like and just mm. understanding myself as a black person first mm. and then as a human in this society because mm. I feel like sometimes you have to kind of go to the roots to kind of figure out who you are yeah no 100% and I feel like that's kind of like in a way what I had to do mm. um, and then from then it started to build up routines and structures and then yeah I just start to constantly always be positive mm. and I guess in the industries I work in as well um, it's kind of my my role is to support the well-being of the kids in school socially and emotionally mm. so I kind of have to practice what I preach yeah. now mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean it's kind of ingrained within me mm. so I just feel like it's literally just it's me now to just mm. be a positive person and try and spread as much as I can mm. I just feel like that's where life has pushed me into because mm. I wasn't this person before I wasn't always positive like I was just I don't know Yeah, I never thought mm. about these things I guess mm-hmm. because my family life was good home life I never had to think of I don't want to go home today I don't feel like that crossed my mind many I don't feel like that really crossed my mind once at all throughout being a child mm. um, so yeah I've also like I said just been gra- grateful and show gratitude at every given time I can mm-hmm. because yeah not everyone makes it to 25 this is it so just little things like that I've just started to be grateful for things every day mm. especially the people who are in my life like I honestly hand on heart like, I have the best friends in the world like Same. they're family to me like mm-hmm. all my friends males, females like they're all family to me like mm. and yeah man I feel like I've got good people around me it'll be hard for me to fall off should mm. I say that mm-hmm. like, my friends won't let me fall off this is it this is <laughs> I, it I know me. myself I couldn't fall off because mm-hmm. now what, what does that mean like mm. I feel exactly like that. there's only so much in life that I know that to give up now with the limited information I know mm-hmm. I'm doing myself a disservice mm. there's so much more in the world to figure out and find out yeah. like we're not meant to just wake up and go and pay bills and be stressed no, out this and have is all it. these mental mm-hmm. issues and feel like life is stressful that's not what it's meant to be mm-hmm. it's not at all and mm-hmm. I feel like if people get to a stage where they're constantly negative you just really need to unplug this is like it. literally mm-hmm. unplug in all aspects mm-hmm. from your social circles and from social media it's not to isolate yourself mm-hmm. it's but to find yourself and, mm-hmm. and realise 
what it is you really want to do or how you're acting now and how you can change it mm. yeah and addressing your behaviors and mm. attitudes and feelings and emotions mm. once you can address it you kind of you're aware of it and then you find a way to work on it and improve it and better it and mm. then i feel like it's just a constant cycle because in life you don't stop learning yeah like yeah, yeah, for you know real. what i mean we don't stop learning yeah exactly. like ever yeah. Mm. we don't ever stop learning and i feel like people need to understand that mm. and one more thing to finish on i've also learned to stop making myself act like i know it all Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I, I'm yeah. open to information. You're allowed to be vulnerable. Yeah, you get I mean, you I'm are very allowed. much open to information because yeah. the information mm-hmm. I take in mm-hmm. will change how I do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That. Like if you know, you hear that. Okay, which is true, by the way. Mm-hmm. So if you hear, for example, that Obama rapes kids and he's a pedophile and all these other stuff, <sighs> you know, you're gonna have, you're gonna take information differently. You're gonna have to react okay. to it yeah, in a yeah, certain yeah, way. Yeah, no yeah, one wants yeah. to believe these stuff, but like I said, yeah. information when it comes to you, you have to change how yeah. you react to it and how and yeah, what you yeah. do and how you your thought process before that. Yeah, and I feel like that's the stage I'm at now. I just don't take everything at face value. Yeah, because yeah. there's always more to. Yeah, there's always is. more to something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, every, in any situation, there's always more to it. So yeah, or, yeah. So, yeah, I was gonna say for me, um, I feel like one thing that's kind of helped me is um, affirmations. Okay. Like yes. Um, if yes. You, if, that's if, true. If you go to my room, like you see like, affirmations around my window. I mean, not window, my mirror. Mirror. Okay. Um, and I've had it. I watched the film because you can get inspired by anything. Isn't it? Yeah, Any of film, course. Sports, yeah. Anything. So I watched the film called War War Zone or something like that. War, War Book Zone. Or something. War something. Okay. When cool. I remember it, I'll, I'll later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, and like she was like she was like a prayer warrior that like, kind of thing, and she like but she she used affirmations like I am love I am this I am that and I was just really inspired by that so I had that got that around my window I mean my mirror mm-hmm, and I look mm-hmm. at it most times good and yeah good it's, imagine waking really up to that to imagine yeah. waking up to that every morning mm-hmm. do you get what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. and yeah wh- why not why yeah. would you want to wake up to that mm-hmm. yeah you know? just remind yourself every morning exactly and I feel like it, it keeps you keeps you sane yeah, 100% yeah. definitely I was going to say on the back end of that um, where's the affirmation work as well I also feel that your the company that you keep mm. is 100% 100% important mm. 100 um, you know I feel like I mean I remember kind of saying this um, in the friendships podcast that we've done um, quite a while back um, you know obviously it's definitely good to be an individual but at the same time it's just the company that you keep and the individuals that you have around you they make a big influence on you as well mm-hmm. you know and I know we was obviously saying earlier as well we was talking about um, you know being there for your people then making sure that they are okay and mm-hmm. you know and that kind of energy will get, be given back to you do you get what I'm coming from you know you know if you know that one of someone's obviously doing wrong you know mm-hmm. make them aware of it do you get what I mean yeah. right mm-hmm. pull them up on it because at the end of the day if that's supposed to be a friend then mm-hmm. let them know what well one kind of thing yeah. you know? I feel like that's mm-hmm. probably some people's downfall where they don't have that because mm-hmm. if you go home it won't happen as well so when you're with your social circles you're not being told the right thing so you continue going through life thinking that the wrong thing is the right thing but you haven't been you don't know any better yeah, mm. yeah. I mean and I feel like when people don't know any better that's probably the worst time because they probably might not open to having receiving receive information like you can't tell me now you don't know me or you can't relate you know what I mean so they just yeah. close off the information completely mm. yeah and that stunts growth it stunts you developing as a person because mm. we don't know it all and I feel yeah. like we all seem to yeah. forget that yeah. there was a life here before us this you know what it. I mean mm. so like a lot of people I've heard sayings about that sometimes when you get to a certain age like some people literally stop, not stop, but you have like an ego or whatever that like yeah. kind of blocks you from learning. But I don't believe that's true. Like like you're saying, I feel like we, like when we get to a certain, like we're always learning. Yeah, so 100%. Like you said that earlier, like we're always learning and 
we should always remember that kind of thing of mm-hmm. being open. And with me, like, I'm not perfect. And I feel like realising you're not perfect and realising that you don't know it all as well, like you said, opens mm. you to just growing and, mm-hmm. you know, becoming a better person yeah. and all that. You get me? It's true. So, it. It's true. I also, it's one thing I also want to say as well, I think everyone needs to know how to respect each other as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Of course, like, you know, with certain friendships that you have and so forth, yes, there might be a little bit of, like, banter and all that kind of stuff. There's obviously certain levels of different friendship and so forth, but I feel like respect for each other obviously goes a long way. And that's why I kind of feel that a lot of our people don't really mm. know how to do. Not, mm. um, respect is not given to everybody, and I feel like everyone should just be equally treated the same. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Obviously, whatever energy you get, you obviously need to give back and so forth. Do you mm. get what I mean? You know, but, yeah, I think... Definitely, you know, respect goes a long way. Hundreds, hundreds. So yeah, man. So Daniel, so how's like what's been happening? What, what are your plans in music now? Like, what's what's up next for Daniel? Like, what's come? What's what's new for you? Um, what's next for me? Um, well, I'm putting together like a team. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm like le- a team is happening naturally. So I'm not okay. really putting it together, but it's happening naturally. I'm meeting people. Um, for the past two years, I've been meeting like amazing vocalists, amazing producers. I just kind of opening my my house opening my my like what i do musically mm. kind of to these people mm. um and we've been building friendships and just growing musically and helping each other and right now i've um it's kind of turned to a production team okay um and we write songs for artists and um labels as well um and for ourselves as well for our own projects um yeah, so I'm trying to, I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm heading to, like, I want to be like, I'm very inspired by like Diddy and mm. the Jay-Z's, you know, like the big entrepreneurs. Like, I want to get to that place where it's like, kind of like owning, like, okay, so, you know, like, obviously in the UK, like the biggest labels are mm. Sony, Warner and Universal. Yeah. So, like, I want to have my own musical infrastructure that Mm -hmm. is as big as that. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. He has the ditties and inspire not not only like the world, but like young people, artists and stuff like that. So, and that's why I went into like studying music business, like doing a master's because Mm. I need to know every side of the music industry. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Like I need to know like the contract sides, like I need to know everything basically. So as much as I can. Um, And yeah, Cool. Can I? Just, I just want to say as well, yeah. Me and Daniel have obviously been friends for quite some time, and I know he's always been um, on music. I've obviously listened to his sound from when I obviously first kind of like met him and so forth. Mm-hmm. And Daniel showed me um, some of his work the other day, and I swear down, honestly, like I was literally in this chair, and I, I literally was taken aback. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like you, I just want to just you know, big you up on that because honestly, you have been working hard, honestly, what, what, right? What, 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 what. You, and man. you've obviously shown me work that, um, obviously the people that you also work with, or you show yeah, me their yeah. work and I'm like, yo, this sound is amazing, honestly. You, it Thank is you. absolutely amazing. So, I mean, w- one thing I want to say is well, actually, because obviously mm. I'm pretty sure there's a people that will be able to kind of relate to you. Mm. With like your experience with music mm. um, and, you know, mental strains that you've obviously come across and so forth, mm. how... Like, for someone that's obviously listening and mm. someone that's kind of, like, in your position, how would mm. you kind of, like, overcome um, that? Because, obviously, you've obviously gone through quite a few uh, milestones, do you get yeah. what I mean, right? Yeah. And, you know, 
you're obviously in a, in a place where not everyone is at. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. There might be someone who's obviously wants to get on that pedestal like where you are at. Do you get yeah. what I mean? So, like, with, like bearing all of that in mind, how would you, what advice would you give to somebody? Um, advice I would give is don't stop what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you love music, if you love singing or whatever, just don't stop, basically. Um, work with people, be open, like, have an open spirit and and just work with people. Um, and and if you're not studying it I'll say go and study it as well like study music study like the business side so like you're not like ignorant to like you know the, the laws of music and that side and like if someone comes to you with a contract now obviously legally you're meant to have like a lawyer you're meant to go to a lawyer and pay for a lawyer like your own lawyer but you can also if you've studied studied it you can actually look for it and like kind of understand it and you know mm-hmm. when someone's chatting shit <laughs> you know when mm-hmm. yeah, 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 like yeah. You, yeah. you, you kind of know when someone's bluffing and that so it's like yeah just kind of yeah just literally all those points that I said um, and yeah just never give up really mm-hmm. and kind of like have have goals as well so like have mm. like f- like five year plan yeah ambition um, and, and yeah and really just try and hit like push for those you know what I mean yeah like with me, I'm still trying to push for that. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm not where I, I wanna be. Yeah, I'm trying to say, but mm. I'm, I'm still like pushing for those mm-hmm. goals, like certain things. Like I've been, uh, and one thing as well, actually, something recent that happened to me. I, I went on tour in it with a big um, DJ producer called Sagala, and that's because I put myself in. I went to go study music, mm. and sometimes when you go and do like it's weird because I actually, the story is long, and I don't really want to go into it, but. Basically, I kind of found an opportunity when I didn't expect it. Mm. And I feel like sometimes, like I just said, opportunities are there when you don't expect yeah, it. So yeah. you need to kind of put yourself in every situation. Yeah. Musically, because you never know what can happen. Exactly you never know that. Just go Expose yourself. Do you get what I mean? Expose yourself. Yeah. 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 Expose yourself. Literally. Make yourself available. Literally. Do you get what I mean? Literally. You know? Yeah. So I totally get that. Mm. But no, man, that's good, man. That's good. And also, just to just before we go, obviously kind of feeding off what um Daniel was um saying as well, right? Um, you know, if you don't know anything, mm. right, it's not a bad thing if you don't know something. Yeah. Mm. Um the internet is literally at the palm of your hands, yeah. okay? Mm. If you don't know something, go on YouTube. YouTube mm. is just like one of the greatest things ever invented. You, mm. get you can learn so much, you know? Obviously, if you're also not sure about something, speak to your peers, speak to your friends, you know, ask the questions that you need, okay? And, and don't I feel, feel embarrassed to. Don't feel embarrassed mm. to as well, because not mm. to be funny, this is about, this is all how you're going to understand adulting do you get what I mean mm. this is a part of adulting mm. you get me learn about things that you don't know and if you don't know anything listen you've literally got a technical device in the palm of your hands where yeah. you can research anything you want and if you need further help that's when you obviously go into speak to other people please like don't let like your pride and ego make this you is not want to go ask for help this yeah. is it literally knowledge is everything be knowledge so is power trust me so, you know yeah man I feel like it's, yeah I'll, I'll end on that as well to be fair say no more say no more Thought that there was a lot of things that I obviously had to, you know, get out mm. and so forth. You get what I mean? You know, mm. we've spoken about quite a few good um, topics and so forth, so mm. that's good. Yeah, there'll be definitely a lot for people to take back from this conversation and just mm. hopefully try and apply it to their own lives and, you yeah, know, man. Yeah. make positive steps to being the adults they want to be. Yeah. Having the life they want to have or whatnot, so. 100. Yeah, man. 
Daniel, thank you so much thank for even you. being here as well, thank honestly, like being a part of this. Um, how are people going to um, reach out to you? What are um, your, um, like, yeah, what socials, your Socials, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, all of them thing is Ari Leno, which is A-R-I-E-L-E-N-O underscore. And you find me. Um, one thing I always remember Daniel always used to say just remember it's Ariel and then it's E you know, and O yeah E yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah yeah come on <laughs> come on I remember Absolutely. that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know but no um, guys definitely um, check out um, Daniel and his work um, when you can it's amazing work he's got so much new things coming forward as well so definitely um, look into that um, also keep looking out for our content as well um, with what we're going to be posting and so forth so yeah um, watch out for the next um, podcast coming out soon yeah man Shabwe Milo Shabwe Fabs Here's a life We're out And we out Peace